Here. Dr. Statler. Here. Mrs. Wright. Here. <coughs> this is a regular meeting for the month of April. We do have a quorum. Would everyone please rise for the presentation of colors? May be seated. Next item on the agenda is Sussex Central Student Government. Student government president is on our band trip, which was delayed, which is also why we're not going to be doing special recognition tonight, but all is well at Sussex Central. Okay. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Need a motion to approve the agenda for this evening's meeting? So moved. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. Need a motion to approve the regular meeting minutes of March 25th and the executive session minutes of March 25th? So moved. So moved. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. Special recognition, Mr. Steele. Mr. Barley, the uh, students for tonight's special recognition are still on the band trip. Uh, they ran into a little glitch uh, with their departure time and the busing. And we're uh, going to stay down there an extra day in order to make up the days they were supposed to go. Uh, so they will not be here this evening. We would like to move those um, students on the June agenda when we come back. Okay, thank you. Brings us to the first public comment section. 15 minutes is allowed by the board for meetings, for minutes, anything in the community for uh, beginning and ending with the regular board meeting. For anyone who wishes to make a public comment, we have... Uh, a few that have signed up, and the first speaker would be Don Steele. Good evening, board members. Thank you first and foremost to you board members for all that you do for the district. I know it's a thankless job that requires a lot of your time and effort, and as a community member, I greatly appreciate all that you do. I also would like to take you I would also like to thank you for the opportunity to speak tonight on behalf of my child, Parker Steele, in regards to his school choice application. As a lifelong member of this community and a proud supporter of the district, including a graduate of Sussex Central and now a proud employee of this district, I'd like to reach out to you in support of my son's school choice application to Indian River High School. By day, I advocate for the special education students within the Indian River School District. But tonight I have my mom hat on and I'm advocating for my son. To recapture what I'd stated in my email, my son took it upon himself and made the conscious effort to make an informed decision 
regarding his high school options in order to choose the school best for him. After gathering all that information via open houses and speaking with students and families from all four available high schools, he decided Indian River High School would be the best fit for him. It's kind of like when juniors and seniors in high school attend various colleges before high school graduation or prospective employees visit potential places of employment. Sometimes you just know when something feels right. And to Parker, Indian River High School felt right. He felt that the environment at Indian River High School provided him with an atmosphere that would foster all aspects of learning, as well as provide him with an opportunity to grow as an individual to achieve his academic endeavors. And given that the numbers reveal that IR is just covering around 95% of their capacity, our family would be most appreciative of the board taking that into consideration when making your decision. Again, thank you for your time tonight and your consideration for school choice applications. Thank you and God bless. Okay, thank you. Tammy Ilian. Hi, good evening. I want to thank you for serving our district and our community. We truly appreciate it. I want to thank you for allowing me the opportunity to stand up here and speak this evening on behalf of my son Jordan regarding his application for school choice. My husband and I are both longtime members of the community and graduates of Sussex Central. My husband is employed in the district as well as coached for 28 years in our school district. My older children have both graduated from Central. Our oldest son is an assistant coach and our daughter is currently employed by the district as well as coaching. Our family has always been a proud supporter of our Indian River School District. I am coming to you this evening to ask the board for your support for Jordan's School Act Choice application. As we know, all kids are different and have their own strengths and weaknesses. Jordan has ADHD and he has a 504 plan. We looked at all of his choices for high school and we decided to stay within our school district. He was very comfortable with IR, with IR and we would like to have him in a building that provides conducive learning environment for him to flourish. As parents of a child with special educational needs, we will always advocate for Jordan's rights and continue to work with the staff in this district to ensure his needs are met and that he can sell with his academics. He has struggled in the past with large class sizes. Many times the past few years, he has actually forfeited his lunch period. I'm sorry. Um, he has forfeited his lunch period in the cafeteria with his classmates, so he can go have lunch in a class to receive additional training and to test in a quiet environment with smaller and fewer distractions. I give praise to our teachers in the middle school that we have worked with for their innovative thoughts and their suggestions that have helped us to support Jordan through his middle school so far. I know that IR is not at their capacity and would be appreciative of the board for taking that into consideration when making your decision. I truly realize there are a lot of challenges with the overcrowding that your board faces as well as the school choice. I truly appreciate your consideration that you may be able to give to the in-district students. Thank you for the opportunity to be heard this evening and considering for the school choice applications. Have a good evening. Okay. Thank you. Mark Phillips. Thank you all for allowing me to be here tonight. Let us bow our heads. Dear God, our Father in Him, we come here humbly tonight asking for special wisdom and knowledge. As God told Solomon, and he said, what will you have? And Solomon said, give me wisdom and knowledge. If we have wisdom and knowledge, we can gain the rest. So Lord, we ask that you give this school board, touch their hearts and minds, souls in a mighty way. Give them the wisdom and knowledge they need to guide this district, Lord. And that they would do the right things for our children, because our children is the future of our country. We give you all the praise, glory, and honor tonight for each and everything you do for us each and every day. Thank you for bringing us here tonight, and we thank you for getting us home safe and sound. Because, dear God, our Father in heaven, we know you are the only ones in control. 
and we give it all to you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Thank you. I'm not sure what about the person in Holosky. Excuse me, Dr. Holosky. Uh, I think this is, you're going to do your presentation. Correct. Okay, you still got a couple more slots. This is just for the public speaking portion. He signed up. I've got him on the agenda. Okay. We'll come back to you. Oh, okay. 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 You Sorry. get more time. That's okay. Jim Barnes. Hello, good evening. Again, thanks for all of you do. Uh, if you remember from last year, I'm the head coach of the volleyball team, the boys' volleyball team. So we're in our second year of uh, the pilot program, and I just wanted to come give you an update. We actually just came from a match um, against Delmarva Christian that we won. So we are currently 7-0. Um, as you know, we placed third in the state last year. Um, we have 14 boys on the, on the team this year, so we we're fortunate to be able to have a varsity and junior varsity. Uh, we had... Um, Really exciting match against the powerhouse Silesianum. Hope I said that right. That we won, so they don't get beat too often by teams down here in uh, Lower Delaware. So that was a very exciting win for us. Um, people know Indian River's name. We're earning a lot of respect. Um, I did hear that Cape Henlopen is going to have a team next year. That's the rumor. They tried to have a team this year, and it looks like they're going to have a team next year. We're hoping to have more. Our goal this year is to win the state championship. Um, we're getting a lot of positive press. If you happen to read the Coastal Point, we're getting a lot of positive press and um, a lot of positive feedback from the community. I think it's great if you, I, we hope to get on the agenda in the future and I hope you get a chance to meet some of the boys. I thought it was interesting that we have one boy that moved from Pennsylvania that played volleyball up there. And without our team, he would not have been able to continue playing down here. So he certainly comes to mind as someone that, you know, was a kid that wouldn't be able to play a sport that he'd want to play because you guys voted to have a team. Um, he's able to play. And we're affecting other kids that wouldn't even be able to be on the team or be on the team if it wasn't for the boys' volleyball team. So I hope we're able to get on the agenda. Keep us in mind if uh, you're budgeting for sports. Um, we're hoping to get on the agenda for the future, and I hope to bring all the kids in here where you have a chance to see them and meet them. And uh, thank you. And, again, the update is we're doing really well. So thank you. Thank you. Mr. Maloney, next time, okay. Next item is new business, uh, leadership as a lifestyle program, Mr. Thiel. Yeah, now Dr. Woloski, if you'd come up. Uh, Dr. Jeff Woloski came uh, to Dr. Bunning, I think about four years ago, maybe five, I'm not sure exactly, with an idea of bringing a leadership program in our high schools. And he expanded it from Indian River to Sussex Central, and now he does both high schools and does an incredibly great job. So, Dr. Woloski, got the floor source. Well, thank you. Um, I appreciate that. And uh, thank you, um, board members, for everything that you do for the kids. Uh, I think it's, um, you know, a very difficult job, and I'm sure that uh, you don't take it lightly, um, obviously, by the successes that uh, the district has had. So uh, I really just wanted an opportunity to kind of acquaint you a little bit with the uh, Leadership as a Lifestyle program. Um, you can go to the next slide. Thank you. Uh, and so what qualifies me to discuss leadership? And I don't want to bore you, but there are some things there that um, my doctor has been in private business for 23 years and wartime military commander, state board president, a bunch of other things. So um, I think I've been, uh, you know, around leadership and have, um, you know, tried to live uh, a life of leadership. And, and I just wanted to invest in our students and give them the opportunity to understand how important that is to their lives. And hopefully, by using the tenets of leadership that they can then make better decisions for themselves, better decisions for their communities, and better decisions for their families as they move forward in life. So the why, can you go to the next one, please? You know, we're just bombarded daily with negative information. That's all you hear. You turn on whatever news you want to, doesn't really matter. Whatever alphabet station you listen to, it's negative this, negative that. So in my mind, negative news constantly pushed down everybody's throat leads to negative attitudes. And negative attitudes 
begets negative behavior. Negative behavior begets problems. And with the sense of hopelessness that those problems bring, there's no solutions. Or we seem helpless in order to have solutions. So I thought that maybe just understanding the tenets of leadership for their personal self and being able to apply those, that they can turn some of those negatives and societal problems and maybe work on those that seem insurmountable to change the attitude and change the affect that it has on, on everybody. So there's just been so many problems, vacation from morality, I mean, we can go on and on and on, the murders, the drug epidemic, I mean, just a laundry list of, of problems with, uh, without solutions, and, and we just keep hearing the negative and the negative and the negative. So my goal is to present and discuss the tenets and characteristics of leadership that builds a solid foundation of positive thought and self-belief. And this, in turn, will turn problems into opportunities for success. And those opportunities for success can then move forward and, and influence the lives of, uh, of their families, their friends, and the, and the communities. Next slide, please. Next slide. So where did I get the material? And, and the material is a combination of many things that uh, I, I thought was important to, to me. Um, Air War College served as a, as a base for, for uh, most of this. Air War College is the senior leadership course in the Air Force. In addition to that, uh, I went to the, um, I took an online course from John Maxwell seeking a different source of leadership. And uh, John Maxwell, Dr. John Maxwell is one of the leadership gurus who is consulted by presidents all over the world. Uh, and then I was enamored by that program, so I went to the Maxwell certification course down in Florida. And uh, then I started reading and outlining books, um, Lincoln on Leadership, uh, Wooden on Leadership, um, so many um, of, of the uh, authors you see in front of you there. And, um, and I put together a course, uh, like Mr. Steele said, and, um, and then talked with uh, Dr. Bunting about maybe implementing this. And, and so, uh, so here we are. Right. So the, uh, the course is divided into uh, you know, topics, and those topics you have before you. And I try to, you know, each one is its own separate lesson, except for two. And that is the lesson on change, because change is so dramatic and so profound in our life today that we have to respect that change. And it's amazing, and I kind of tell the kids, you know, how many of you know what you don't know? And the answer is, none of us know what we don't know until we know it. And then when we know it, we have an opportunity. And the opportunity is to either accept the information, reject the information, or file it for later use. And so with these things, then, the change is very important for them to understand, and I think that they're pretty much blown away by that. We talk about several um, world leaders in change, uh, one by the name of Dr. Peter Diamandis, who started the X Prize. I'm sure most of you are familiar with that. And, and it just goes on from there. We talk about Google X, and, and we talk about some of the other, other programs uh, that are available to just, just change, change the world. Um, the, the last thing that is a two-part is success with money. And, and I'm not here to say that uh, you know, I'm the you know, financial guru at all, but I, I think that the fundamentals of, of just you know, having a budget, understanding a budget, um, understanding what principle and interest means, understanding the, uh, you know, how to manage personal finances, making good choices, perhaps, and, and looking at priorities, and, and maybe they can build on a life of, uh, you know, of happiness. I also go through a very simple spreadsheet that shows how um, $2,000 times eight years in a row invested at 10%, which is the annual return for a stock market, and then not touching it. After eight years, so you invest $16,000, you will end up with over half a million. And the kids are just blown away by that. How is that possible? Power of compound interest. And look at that, and uh, Mr. Steele and I have talked about this, uh, and, and he, when he taught math, uh, he had a, uh, a segment on that too, and how powerful that is. And so when I ask kids how many people think that they can be a millionaire, or how many people think that they can have at least $500,000, no one raises their hands. 
then I say, well, listen, for 40 bucks a week for eight years, if you can do that, boom, you got it. You got your half million. So those are things that, you know, I, um, I think are important. Um, the last thing I wanted to talk about, and I appreciate your time, next slide please, is some of the special things we've done. Last year, um, I uh, asked Mr. Steele and Dr. Bunning if it was possible for me to find somebody who's a much bigger messenger of leadership that we could have a joint assembly. And um, they both said, sure. Who are you going to get? I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. So, um, you know, sometimes I, I believe that God puts you in a place where you're supposed to be. And um, I was at a meeting, and Ed Breen was at a meeting. Uh, full disclosure, Ed Breen was a classmate of mine. And um, he, uh, but I, had, I really didn't hang out with him. I didn't know him. And um, so uh, I went up to him and I said, uh, DuPont is Delaware, and Delaware is DuPont. I'm doing a leadership program in the high schools, and I'd appreciate if you could participate. And he said, what? So I said the same thing again. He goes, well, what do you want me to do? I said, just give us a couple of hours of your time. And I think that that was really a very rewarding time for the students. In fact, he jumped off the stage just like this at, at Indian River after the fire with the kiln fire that we had at 5.30 in the morning. Mr. Steele's calling me. And uh, then I had to call his handler, and boy, then they set off a security thing and all that mess. But in any event, it was uh, very well orchestrated by Dr. Layfield and, and uh, Mr. Williams. Um, we uh, uh, had that program, and then he jumped off the stage and right away went into um, 18 kids who, and, and he spent, we had to pull him away, or his handler, not me, but his handler had to pull him away after 25 minutes of just talking to the kids. I mean, how, that's mind blowing to me. A, a Fortune 150 CEO just talking to so many kids. Uh, just, you know, what courses can I take? How can I do this? What did you do here? Just a normal guy. This year we're having Mrs. Christine Limerick, who is the executive housekeeper for the White House, since Reagan. So think about that. So she is going to be here at, um, on uh, May 6th, Monday, May 6th at 10.30. So if you have an opportunity, please please come and, uh, and hear what she has to say. And, and her, her charge is to just you know, tell how she got from a high school kid to where she is now and uh, share that with them and say, wait a minute, there's an opportunity. We can do this. This is something we can do. All you have to do is just like make good choices. Please just do that. So uh, we've also started a very interesting program that, that um, uh, Mr. Jones and I have been talking about, Matt Jones, the assistant principal here, uh, and I've been talking about for a couple of years, and that is how to get more students involved. And so we had a, um, uh, an idea of career chat that is now being run by um, Mrs. James. And uh, today we had the number two guy at Artisan's Bank, Joel Schiller, here, who's a friend of mine. He came down and um, he, he talked to the kids for about 35 minutes. And then he again had questions. Kids came up and talked to them about accounting classes and things that they could do to you know, make themselves uh, more, more valuable in the workplace. And it all goes back to you don't know what you don't know until you know it. And so now those kids knew something or know something today that they didn't know yesterday. And they also know that looking at Joel Schiller and telling him how his childhood was and the things that he did, that he has an opportunity. So with that, I just wanted to make everybody aware of that program. I thank you so much for the opportunity to discuss with the issue, with uh, these issues with you. If you have any questions. When you were teaching them the financials, did you give them the concept of the rule of 72? Actually, I did, and I got a nice hand. Um, Dr. Layfield has been in and out of the class along with Matt, uh, uh, Mr. Jones, and um, so I told him that I was going to talk about that. He goes, oh, this is great. So when he came, I said, the floor is yours, and, and he talked about the rule of 72s, and, and the kids were just like, wow. And so I finished up at Indian River last week. And I asked for critique sheets, and so the, uh, uh, the kids were uh, very happy to say, wow, thank you for that rule, because that's pretty powerful stuff. And it applies to so many things that you yes, can do. It it's not just, just about finances, but it's just about anything, you know? So it makes sense. So um, any other questions about anything? I do. Um, do you think it's made a difference in the students' lives here, Dr. Layfield? Sorry, thanks again. And if, if I may, yeah, absolutely. And thank you, Dr. Olofsky. And I, 
I know it, it, this has different uh, variations and iterations at both the high schools. It started at Indian River a few years ago, and we were able to adopt it and tweak it. As I said, the addition of the career chats, I think, have been very, very valuable. Um, students start out, basically, uh, one of his lessons is, you know, the, it's a, pardon me, it's a future of myself or the future of, you know, me. So they, they write, basically, goals for the first time. And then they, they revisit that at the end. And the students who went through the program last year, there are still things that they take from it. So I know here at Sussex Central, we're very, very excited to uh, see the next iteration of it. We started trying to bring some of our international baccalaureate and advanced placement students together if they had an independent research like a study hall. That really didn't work out as well as we were hoping for Dr. Holofsky because a lot of those students need that extra time. So then we blended it in with our junior ROTC, which are leadership education training. That's what the uh, LET stands for. Next year, we're going to expand this to our Academy of Finance students, some of our seniors and foundations of math that are, are using this, this, these real world skills, as well as uh, some of our other pathways so we can find out where this integrates. In the end, without uh, belaboring it too much longer, the high schools, our teachers, administrators, we focus so much on the standards in order to meet a certain goal, whether that's on an assessment. But I think that the real uh, value in this are life lessons that don't necessarily have the, um, let's just say there's not necessarily the time to naturally fit them into a standardized curriculum that we often have. So what better way to, uh, to build those bridges between the community and educators than to invite someone in like Dr. Holofsky with his background on leadership and as he said, with, uh, with Ed Breen and Miss Limerick and uh, the folks he's bringing in for these career chats, those are the moments that will likely last, you know, decades after. Uh, it's, it's amazing the things that can click and change the trajectory of a student's life. So, Dr. Olavsky, thank you very much. Thank the board, uh, Dr. Bunning, Mr. Steele, you know, uh, Nina Lou Bunning from the state board as well. Yes, you may. the opportunity that this school district had. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm Nina Lou Bunning. Tonight I'm representing the State Board of Education, and as you know, I was one of you not too long ago. Um, as a teacher perspective, I have seen this program from the very beginning. I have observed it. I have been in the classroom. I have seen how the students are really into it, and he's a born teacher. And guess what? We don't have to pay him anything. So, to have this opportunity in the Indian River School District for both high schools to have a program like this, I'm bringing him to the state board because I want the whole state to see what people in the community can do in our schools, especially at a time when money is, you know, hard to come by. We have people who can give things to our students. He is showing them the future. He's showing them how they can get there. So. I appreciate his time and effort because he has spent a lot of time on this program and it shows. Please visit when he starts up again in the fall because I think you're over here too. You still okay? You've got time. You've got time. Get there and observe this program. It's wonderful. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Mrs. Bunning. Next item on the agenda is school choice applications. Mr. Lewis. 1819. Yes, sir. Uh, good evening. Our board docs this evening, you will see a total of four school choice applications for 2018-2019. These applications have been reviewed by the building principal and recommended also by the assistant superintendent. Need a motion. So moved. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. Thank you. Okay, 1920. Mr. Barnett, we will bring the uh, 1920 in the May meeting. We have to bring our kindergarten at the SDSA. At that particular point in time, we will bring any and all other grade levels uh, to the board's attention. Um, we, we still have some concerns in our level. I'll give an example. Uh, talking to Dr. Layfield today, Sussex Central's gained over, over 40 students uh, since March. And we would just think, we, we talked today, we, we really, have had thought about this a lot, and we think May would give us an indication of where we're going to end the year because we're not going to have enough days in, in June to uh, worry about who's coming in. 
but it would give us a better idea of exactly where we're going to stand uh, once we come back in September. Any questions? Thank you. 2019 security grant, camera proposal. Good evening. At the Buildings and Grounds Committee, a uh, security grant camera system was proposed. Uh, it totaled $90,000, $190,000. One hundred and ten cents. I didn't say that right. I don't believe. Um, in your board packet, you should have what the money is going to be used for. Um, this is going to be paid as security grant money uh, that we have. Um, we just need a decision by the board to move forward. This this was discussed on Monday night at our committee meetings, and the recommendation would be to. To go forward with it, and we would need a motion. So moved. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. Aye. Opposed? <clears throat> that is unanimous. Cafeteria serving line. Uh, good evening. Um, on your board docs, you'll find the quote tabulation for the replacement of the Long Neck Elementary School serving line. Uh, this was presented at the Buildings and Grounds meeting, um, and it was moved from committee to uh, bring before you this evening. Um, the recommendation is to go with the lowest bidder, Singer Equipment, $60,365.32, uh, fully funded by Nutrition Services budget. Uh, we would need a motion. I can make a motion to move forward with that recommendation. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. The uh, Sussex Central Ninny River track resurfacing. We have uh, been discussing the resurfacing of the of the two tracks, both at Sussex Central and at Indian River High School, um, for some time. Um, the architects, uh, Ferdinand and Daniel, got up uh, with us, and they need a uh, decision on whether to expand those tracks from six lanes to eight lanes. Expanding them to eight lanes would make them. Uh, available for uh, like uh, county uh, conference meets, et cetera. Uh, currently they're being used for dual meets uh, with, the, with the six lanes that they have. Uh, if you did expand those from six lanes to eight lanes at both schools, the total cost would uh, double, I believe, from, um, it would double, well, more than double from 150,000 at each school uh, which would just be resurfacing what we have there now to 350,000 is the estimate to add the two lanes and resurface uh, the track. Um, so the, the total for both schools would be 750,000, be 350 per school. Um, and then there were architectural fees in, involved as well. Um, for one school, 16,000, you could double that for two schools. If you resurfaced and added the two lanes, the architectural fees would, would jump to 38,000 for one school and 70,000 for, for both schools. Uh, we discussed this at Buildings and Grounds. Uh, the, both principals were uh, there. Um, and it's my recommendation tonight that we stay with the six lanes and resurface what we have. If we do that, uh, the lanes will be done by August 15th, uh, projected to be done by August 15th. Uh, if you add two lanes, uh, it will not be done until October, October 15th uh, during the school year. Um, that'd be my recommendation to the board that we at this time stay with the six lanes uh, that we're currently using. Mr. Marley, can I ask the two principals, just want to make sure you're, you're good with six lanes versus eight? Okay. I'd like to make a motion to accept the proposal for six lanes. Second. Okay. Motion made and seconded. Any other discussion? 
All in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Opposed? I'm just going that to finish by saying that Fern Cum Daniel will now uh, draw up uh, the specs. It has to go out on my marketplace through state contract, uh, similar to what we're, we're doing with the roof at uh, SDSA. So hopefully the timetable will remain firm. Okay, thank you. The uh, Any River High School uh, van uniform was presented. The committee approved. So we, need, we would need a motion to approve that. So we motion we approve that. Motion made and second. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. Aye. Opposed? Okay, that is unanimous. School calendar, Mrs. Bunning. We are asking the board to approve the draft for the school calendar for the 1920 school year. Okay, anyone have any questions? Yep, I, have, I, I just wanted to ask you about uh, mandatory trainings and all that. Are we still able to get those done in a timely manner? And We've done the best we can with the time that we have in the calendar with um, half-day PDs and grades, and I think there's two full-day PD days in there. So you feel, you feel confident we're, we're in good shape? We will make it work, yes. Okay, all right. I do have a question, Mr. Barber. Yes. Um, at the beginning of the year, I know that you gather together all the teachers and you give them whatever they need, but are you planning on any kind of a breakout for the special ed teachers to keep them up to date on the changes and requirements that have, have come up so that we, everybody is on the same page? We will have several breakout sessions at the beginning of the year and throughout the year based on the needs. I think Dr. Brittingham's done a really good job of separating out those teachers to make sure they're up to date and related services staff, OT, Okay, PTC. all of that, correct, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, Mr. Mayfield. I do have a question. How many snow days do we have, or weather days do we have built into the schedule this year? We haven't addressed the minutes yet per day. Um, for the last two years, I believe, we've done 20 extra minutes, which gives us nine days. The calendar you're approving doesn't affect the minutes per day, it's just the calendar itself. Okay, if we adopt this, I'm getting concerns from uh, the bus, bus drivers, the contractors, uh, several in our community, that they, um, it seems like when we built in these snow days or weather days and we cut the students out early, everybody loves it, from the teachers to the students, the whole nine yards, except the bus contractors have a very difficult time with that for a second year in a row. How many weather days have we used? What's the average? Nine has been great because we don't think we'll go that high. Do we actually need nine days built into the schedule? I know it's a minute deal that we have to work on, but it seems like two years in a row we've kind of come to that with the contractors. And I, for one, have been getting a lot of phone calls about it. So I'm concerned for them like I am the excitement of the teachers and the students getting out early. Our contractors are still left with quite a bill when we cut it out. So. I think that would be something for the board to discuss, and you do have a little bit of time to do that. We used one day this year, and I think four days last year, three or four. A few years ago, before we implemented the nine days, that was the year, I think we had 11 days, and it was an unusually snowy winter. So that's something, and we can look at the minutes and what, how many minutes would equate to a day. So if we adopt this tonight, and I just ask us to be cognizant of the minutes and to our contractors in our district, we can amend and look at that later. So I, 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 don't, I don't want to stop this from going forward, but I just want a, a concern that's been brought to me I want to be able to discuss. And there's still a way we might be able to find ends meet, maybe cut down the middle somewhere for next for next year if we adopt this as is. We're not into the minutes, we're just into the days right now. That's correct. correct. Okay. So are there any additional days for special things that are not from last year's calendar? We have the same, teachers go 188. No, well, meaning do we have any additional days on here for something specific that wasn't on here for the 1819 year? We do have the primary election, the primary democratic election, that's a day. Um, we do have our four teacher work days, the other PD days and slash grades day. So it's very similar to last year's calendar. We do have three days built in in the beginning of the year. And we're now required by law to schools must be closed on primary election days. So you'll see that at the end of April. One of the changes we did implement 
for years we've had parent-teacher conferences on in December. We move those to January because December is such a busy month and we have the lowest turnout for parent-teacher conferences that month. So we have adjusted when the parent-teacher conferences fall. I know there's further discussion to be had, but 11 days three years ago, that was an odd year, am I correct? Fair. It is. I'd be, I'd be interested yeah. to see what our average is over 10 years and then try to shoot for that. I think that's something you could argue. I can, Dave, Dave, I think, has that yeah, data. I, I can get you that info, yeah. It's, okay. uh, it, it's, it's fine. It's usually three or four days here and there, and then every once in a while we have a really bad winter where it's eight or so. But generally, uh, we have a, a really bad winter. Usually everybody in the state has a really bad winter, too. So some yeah. of those days, <laughs> the governor would... Hopefully, hopefully the governor would, but the state board is uh, Ms. Money still here? No, she's not. Okay, the state board could be the ones who would, uh, you know, step up and excuse that. All right, I just I wanted to have that conversation. We have it again in the future, but I see a lot of our bus contractors in the crowd, and I just want to make sure it's people. And I, I can get you those figures for the last 10 years or so. Thank you, Congressman. Ma'am. Any other questions? Do we need a motion? So moved. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and second. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. Thank you. Old business, uh, major capital planning, Mr. Steele. Uh, Mr. Barnett, we are in the midst of uh, campaigning for our uh, May 7th uh, referendum. We held our uh, first of two public meetings here last uh, week, uh, last Thursday night. We have another one tomorrow night at uh, Indian River High School at 630. Uh, that'll be our second. Uh, we have uh, put one in for May 1st in the Long Neck area, at Long Neck Elementary. Uh, we'll be doing that. Uh, we, we've had the opportunity to be on uh, WBOC, WMBT, WRDE. Uh, we also had the, uh, the chance tomorrow to go on uh, uh, Maximus Radio. We've done a YouTube Live with staff, uh, worked very well. I will tell you, really digging deep in, into this referendum, and you know, we have folks here tonight and, and looking into the future. I expanded out the number of portables uh, based on our enrollment projection of where I think we're gonna be. And I think in 24, 25, 25, 26, we're gonna be anywhere from 22 to 25 portables throughout the district. I will tell you that that would in, uh, directly impact, I think in a negative way, our operating funding we would be spending approximately $600,000 per year right off the top to cover rentals for mobiles. One of the things that we've, we've tried to do, you, uh, you'll hear from Jan Steele a little bit later, we really have worked on our financial um, part of our budget, particularly with our um, contingency area, our reserve area, and we're actually gonna hit our goal this year the way it looks if we continue so we've monitored that money very well. We spent very wisely. My big concern is we don't want to come back to a current expense referendum for a good while. And my, my fear is that if we get into the, uh, the act of, of 22 to 25 rentals, that much money coming off the top of operations is going to impact those reserves over time and bring us to a current expense. As I explained Thursday night, the current expense doesn't go away current expense stays once it gets here. The major capital does go away. And after you go through the first four years of phase in and hit your maximum amount in year four, we decrease rather quickly over the next five to seven years. It is, the, I think financially, I'm not a financial person, but I'm a math person, but it makes sense to me that choice A, major capital, choice B, rentals, it's a much better bargain in the long run to go with the major capital referendum. So we're trying to present that in the uh, YouTube Live, and again, we'll do a Facebook Live, I think May 4th, I think I have that schedule, I'll have to check the schedule, maybe May 3rd. Um, you know, we are presenting that information to the audience so people have the opportunity to actually see, you know, what they cost us directly and to understand that it does come out of operational funds. So that's, that's where we are um, pertaining to major capital. Moving on to Howard T. Annis, the, the uh, next portion. Uh, currently we have um, Howard T. Annis is in the process of having the deed changed over from the state of Delaware to the Indian River School District. 
Um, it'll be at that point, once that's ready to go and papers are ready to be signed, we'll present the state with a dollar and that land will be deeded to the Indian River School District. Uh, hopefully that'll take place, I hope, sometime over the next couple of weeks. It seems like we've waited forever for this process. It's just a slow process when you go through state bureaucracy. Anyone have any questions? Okay, thank you. Need a motion to table 503 and 504 to executive session. So moved. Motion second. made and second. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. Committee reports. Mr. Fritz is unavailable this evening. Uh, comprehensive school safety. Mr. Bell, you have something for me? Yeah, I, I was asked to give the report for Mr. Fritz. Okay. He's not here. Fine. Um, the Buildings and Grounds Committee met on April the 8th. Uh, it was gaveled to order by President Charles Brierley. Uh, we reviewed the minutes of March 11th and they were passed. Uh, we talked about the roofing project at SDSA. Um, currently, uh, it is scheduled to have the pre-bid uh, held in on the 17th, this Wednesday, at SDSA. Uh, Major Cap, uh, Mr. Steele, covered Howard T. Ennis. Uh, District CN, Mr. Steele just covered. Uh, buildings and grounds, uh, we included the dashboard report, was enclosed. ESCO project, we're now in uh, five schools total. Um, it's moving along pretty good with the, uh, a major part of the project would be the trans, uh, changing out transformers at Sussex Central High School. There are 14 transformers to be changed out over the holidays in the coming week. Um, and there have been, actually, as of today, there's three energy con conservation measures that have been completed. Um, the change of the school monitoring companies has been slower than expected with uh, found issues in terms of uh, equipment, uh, but we're expecting that to be done this week. There is a total of four schools left to be done and they were waiting for the equipment to be able to do that. Um, school security uh, report and concept plan. Um, Mr. Owens uh, had contacted a firm uh, for suggestions um, and the security grant was covered already. Uh, on modular placements, we were looking at uh, placements at three different schools. Uh, at North Georgetown, it'll be in front of the school over on the playground side. Uh, it was the number one choice, and that's the application that we will make to the town of Georgetown. Uh, Sussex Central High School, it'll be behind the shop area, the pole building back here, and there'll be three modulars there, uh, or excuse me, four modulars, total of eight classrooms. And at Selbyville Middle, um, when we had a discussion uh, with the movers that they're going to place them there, uh, they thought that the courtyard uh, was was doable, and uh, that was the preference of the uh, principal McCrady's there. So, uh, also waiting for is the survey, uh, so that we can show the three zoning entities, the two towns, and the county where we want to place them, and then I can make application. Um, and Long Neck Serving Line was discussed earlier, as well as the track servicing. Next meeting will be May 13th, uh, 2019. Were there any questions? No questions, okay. Thank you, Mr. Booth. Okay. Comprehensive school safety, Mr. Layfield. <clears throat> we did not have a meeting, but the Indian River School District has completed all state requirements as mandated by law. And I believe we're probably the first school, the entire school district in the state to have completed that task again. So uh, good things are happening in the Indian River School District. We'd like to schedule a meeting for a comprehensive school safety at the southern end of the district for the next board meeting, a few things to discuss. And we've been working with uh, Dr. Owens in, in regards to some of the security measures we're looking at implementing. And, and that discussion and some other things we'll be talking about at the southern end of the district at the next meeting. While we're, while we're here today at the legislative uh, breakfast up in, uh, here, here at Sussex Central, uh, we learned today that the county council has purchased some uh, technology called Rave Mobile, um, got it right on the pin. Rave Mobile uh, Safety, and this would allow 
us or all of our staff to have an app on their cell phone. So if we had, for example, an intruder enter the back of the school building, a teacher could send an alert to every person in the building immediately, and that alert would go directly to 911. This is about a $380,000 um, program, uh, but the county council has purchased that for all of the schools in Sussex County. Okay, good. Great, but well, is there an implementation date? There, we just got it today. I'll contact the gentleman tomorrow. There's a, a 12 minute video and about an hour's worth of work. We will have to get in the cell phone um, numbers and the email uh, addresses of all staff. And they will put, I can't remember what it's called, like a geo structure around the building. So they'll be able to, in an emergency, uh, have all of the emergency exits marked so they'll know exactly where to go. Uh, photos will be uploaded and maps and diagrams will be uploaded as well. Who was the point of contact for the county? Was it the county administrator? Or? I'm, I'm not sure which, there was one of the councilmen, I'm just not sure which okay. one. I thank you. Don't, don't know who he is. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> Finance will be covered when Mrs. Steele gives her report. Uh, curriculum. We had no meeting this month. Okay. Mary Bailey scholarship, Mr. Pete. Yes, for the scholarship, we received 12 applicants. Uh, currently, we're working with Mellon Bank, the trustee, on the approval award process and the disbursement of checks. Okay, thank you. Special Education Task Force, Dr. Statler. Um, just a couple of updates. First of all, I want to say thank you to everyone who has submitted a nomination for our Special Education Ambassadors. We have a couple of days uh, left for the nominations. It ends this Wednesday, so there's still time to submit. Uh, I believe Dr. Brittingham sent out an announcement today to principals just to remind everyone of that. So we certainly appreciate the nominations so far. And then secondly, our focus school surveys are completed at Howard Tianis, LB, and Georgetown Middle School. Uh, faculty meetings will occur in May to start to review some of that data. Uh, we have received very, very positive feedback about the process uh, from the staff. So again, thank you to Dr. Brittingham and the folks on the team that are working so hard to gather that information. Thank you. Okay, any questions? <coughs> policy, Mr. Collins. Good evening. Uh, tonight you'll see we have one policy coming forward for a first and second vote. Uh, we're removing the language related to the uh, grading scale for the 2017-2018 uh, school year, adding a paragraph uh, clarifying the weighting for honors in those advanced placement classes. Okay, thank you. Make a motion to approve, please. Second. Second. Okay, motion made and seconded. Any questions? All in favor of the motion, say aye. Aye. Opposed? Ira Gay Rep. Uh, good evening. Um, we just had our IREA annual scholarship fundraiser this past Friday, and it was, uh, again, very successful. Um, I want to thank each of the people who donated items and money um, and who attended the fundraiser. We raised over $2,200 that will go directly to the education of one, one or two of our Indian River School District students to help in, um, in their field of education when they major in college. Um, once again, Mark Steele was the big winner, walking away with three prizes. Jay Owens, not so lucky. Better luck next year. Okay, I also want to thank Mr. Maloney. Um, he made a very generous donation, um, as he did last year. Um, it's nice when the public openly supports our future educators. Um, if any board member or administrator or member of the public still wants to make a donation to the scholarship for our future educators, you can let me know or any um, IRA building rep, and um, they can get that donation to the right people so we can increase the amount of the scholarship. Um, next, I heard you guys mention the, the cell phone app. Sounds like a great idea. Um, I would say that I know that we've had discussions about the staff cell phone policy um, and I know there's been some issues with people having their cell phones out so I think that would be something that needs to be considered 
uh, when you're talking about getting an app for all the employees and then discipline coming down for the people that have those phones out. So that's something to look into also. Um, Mark, also, I watched your uh, um, YouTube thing the other night, and I thought it was um, a great way to start out, um, saying that you underestimated the what was needed for the referendum to pass. I thought that was uh, very stand-up of you. Um, also, thank you for the shout-out at the end of the presentation for our scholarship. And, um, you know, and that's one of the reasons that we do respect you and that we will support the referendum fully is because that you are forthcoming when it, when it needs to be. We appreciate that. Um, when talking about the, uh, the calendar, we appreciate the idea or the uh, um, opportunity to put our ideas into the calendar. We had a lot of good discussion. A lot of the ideas went forward. Um, Mr. Byerly, as you remember, back a few years ago, the reason they started doing the extra minutes was uh, when they had the 11 days of snow and you put in 30 minutes extra per day. And that got everybody out of the, the slump or whatever, but we'd be going to almost July. Um, the following year, we did 16 minutes. And then I think Mark started coming up with um, the time slots of how much time were, we should put in depending on what was useful to the administrators. And the administrators actually had input into whether we should have 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and 30 minutes seemed to be too long. 10 to 15 didn't seem to be enough. That's where, why they settled in on the 20, just for a little um, background on why it was 20. So it was a useful amount of time for the students and the teachers to be able to teach the students. Um, I realize you have other people that you need to talk to or to answer to. So uh, I'd be interested in that because um, we have to sign the MOU uh, for working the extra minutes. So it'd be interesting to see what you come up with. Thanks. Okay, thank you. Superintendent's report, Mr. Steele. Uh, Mr. Barley, I have my um, special activities listed um, for, you to, for your approval. Um, calendar changes, we have uh, three. We would, we're requesting Sussex Central High School Dance Gala be moved from May 9th to May 8th. Uh, second is Howard T. Ennis PBS celebration from June 7th to May 30th. And Howard T. Ennis Carnival date from June 7th to May 23rd. I would recommend all three of those changes. We even need a motion. So moved. Second. Motion made and second. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Financial reports, Mr. Steele. We, need, we would need a motion to pay the invoices for the month of March of 2019. So moved. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. Mr. Steele? Yes, you have the financial reports as of um, March 31st. Um, part one, um, Talking about total revenue, we've received 92% of our total budgeted revenue. We've spent 75% of our total expenses and we're 75% of the way through the year, so we remain on budget. We've received 98% of our discretionary revenue and we're 75 um, and have spent 76% of our um, discretionary expenses. Howard T. Ennis has spent 77% of their budget, and we received 99.6% um, of our budgeted tax revenue. Um, part two, um, we received $307,000 in interest revenue this year. The interest rate has gone up, and the fact that we have um, a large reserve sitting there has earned us more funds. The ILC programs have spent 82% of their budgets. We um, hold 4.7 million in federal, or we have 4.7 million in federal funds available, and we're holding 1.1 million in donation, school donation and student internal accounts um, funds for the schools. Major cap, we only have one payment this year or this month to Franklin Daniel, 192,000 plus. And minor cap, we have a balance of almost 1.8 million still available. And we spent $93,963 in the month of March. 
questions on any of those? Questions? Okay. Okay. Um, next thing I believe on the um, agenda is the financial position report. I believe you have a copy of it there. This estimates our um, revenue and expenses for the last quarter of the year. So we take our balance as of March 31st and then estimate the income and expenses till June 30th. Um, according to our estimates, we will have um, just over $12 million um, that we can carry over into reserve for next year. Um, as you know, that's the figure that we've been working towards the last three years. Um, it takes um, about $12 million to get us from July to the middle of October when we get our, last, our large tax revenue. Um, so we will be in a very good position at the end of this year. Okay. Need a motion for the, to approve that, don't we? Pardon? Do we need a motion to approve the Yes. Plan? Yes. So we need a motion. So we so. Motion made and second. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. Student activity funding? Um, yes, we had our second meeting of the year. We had we met in the fall, but then agreed to meet again in the spring um, because a lot of the vocational CTE pathways um, have their competitions in the spring, and that's when they know how many students will be um, traveling to nationals. Um, so we had a great turnout, a good discussion, and I present before you um, the items that um, those of us at the committee have um, agreed that we think should be paid for these, each of these organizations. The total is $22,505. And I'd like approval for us to um, go ahead and, and take care of this funding for the students. Okay. I make a motion that we move forward with that. Okay. Motion, motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Mr. Barley, I just wanted to, I, I attended that meeting, it's amazing that each group came in very well organized and knew what they had, they had all the facts in front of them, it's very easy to follow, so it, it, the program's working. Yes, yes. Okay, thank you. Um, the uh, next item is just an informational piece for you. Um, there was an audit by the state of Delaware for our um, Department of Transportation Community Transportation Funds. These are the funds that our legislators um, will honor us with to do um, paving or sidewalks or striping and, and that type of thing. And so um, they were auditing those funds and we came out clean, no findings. So I wanted to be sure to let you know that we made out good on that audit. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. Communications, Mr. Steele. Uh, Mr. Barley, we have one um, use of facility request for the use of Sussex Central High School track and restroom on May 4th and 5th. I would recommend we approve that request. We would need a motion. So moved. <coughs> Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. Aye. Opposed? That, that is unanimous. Before we move on from that, I think a little bit more information for the board to be aware of. The Cystinosis Research Network is a worldwide organization that uh, raises money and awareness for cystinosis. It's a very, very rare disease. There's one child in the state of Delaware that has cystinosis, and he is a Georgetown Middle School student by the name of Chandler Moore. Many of us know uh, Chandler Moore because he's been a, a very active student. Um, if you live in Georgetown area on Peterkins Road, the house is always lit up with Christmas lights, uh, very well lit, and they always have Chambers Chance in December to raise money for cystinosis research. His father is doing a walk to raise money, and uh, also he's the president of the cystinosis network. So uh, it's a very good uh, organization. We have someone that is suffering from that disease, and uh, Chandler's a, a great kid. He's been a, uh, a longtime member of the Pop Warner Football Association and manager for most every sport he participates in. It's, a pretty good baseball player in the Georgetown Little League also. So I just want to make the board aware of that usage and who it goes towards. And if the student is going to be attending Sussex Central High School next year. Okay, thank you. Thank you. 
field trip request? We have three field trip requests. Uh, one overnight trip by Sussex Central Boys track team, April 26th, 27th to University of Penn, Franklin Field, Pennsylvania. We have a second trip, uh, Sussex Central Educators Rising, uh, June 22nd, 26th to Dallas, Texas. And the third is the same organization except for Indian River. And I would recommend that we approve all three of those field trips. So, is there a second? second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. Next, come to the next public comment meeting at the moment. 15 minutes for, to be allowed for anyone in the audience who wishes to make a public comment. Mr. Maloney? Anyone else in the audience who wishes to make a public comment? Seeing the end, we need a motion for executive session. So move. Second. Motion made and second. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. Aye. Opposed? We're now in executive session. Again, I need a motion. So move. Is there a second? Second. second. Motion made and second. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. First now, uh, addendum. Motion to approve. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. <clears throat> the administrative uh, pay update for the month. Need a motion? So, so moved. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. The uh, Carver restructuring. Need a motion? I'd like to make a motion that we move forward with the plan to reorganize the Carver program. Second. So, motion made and second. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. Aye. Opposed? Opposed. Pull the board, please. Mr. Barley? No. Mr. Kaplan? No. Mr. Collins? No. Dr. Hattier? Yes. Mr. Hutchins? Yes. Mr. Layfield? Pass. Passing to get me at the end. Okay. Yes, yeah, so now I'll take my vote. Okay, now you can. Okay. My vote's now. Motion passes for lack of a majority vote. It fails because of lack of I'm sorry, like it fails for lack of a majority vote. Thank you. Okay, no further business coming for the board and meeting the jury. Well, we're going to do something with the, uh, the bus drivers. No. no. Nope. Okay. Okay. 